Bo, can we please have a one-word prompt? Uh, microwave. Perfect. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. For those wondering, my popcorn addiction continues. It has not slowed down during the pandemic whatsoever. I'm full steam ahead. What's what's your go-to popcorn again? Um, I can't remember the brand. It's lightly buttered, lightly salted, and I put my own kosher salt on it afterwards. Ooh. This is probably like an every other night kind of thing. Hold on. Hey! Hey, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Hey! Welcome back to the Overtalking Podcast. New year, new me. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies. The show's by our guests. Next week, this week, we watch the web series novella. Available now on Vimeo. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, is that bad that I'm eating popcorn like every other night? I think it's a healthy snack, except for all the salt that you're putting on it. But <laughs> okay, you don't have to you don't have to say it like that. It's, not, it's like I'm like lightly sprinkling it on afterwards. Okay, I okay. you don't I, have like a tub of salt that you're dipping each one into. <laughs> yeah, I'm coating the each individual popcorn with some sort of oil, so all the salt sticks to it. I used to melt like a a bowl of butter. I'm not oh, not man. joking. And yeah, dip dip the popcorn into that. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing how skinny I am. It really, it's like incredible. <laughs> you wouldn't even drizzle it over. You would individually dip the popcorn into it. Well, yeah, I, I used to drizzle it over. And then I started to realize, I was like, well, I already got this bowl. Like, right? Like, let me just dip it in. It's it's the dipping sauce for popcorn. That's Butter. insane. <laughs> yes. I don't do it anymore. Because that's <laughs> literally, that is insane. But uh, it was really good. <laughs> Highly recommend. If your arteries can take it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Um, I want to hear our guest's opinion on popcorn. This week, we are joined by <laughs> the creator, the writer, the producer, the star, the mastermind behind Novella, the web series available now at Vimeo.com. It's Bo! Hey, thanks for having me, everyone. Welcome back. Happy to be here. Good I think popcorn you. is a good snack. Yeah, it's good to see you, too. It's been a while since I've... Uh-huh. Almost a year, basically. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Pop. What, what's your go-to popcorn? Just popcorn with like some kind of oil on it like usually coconut oil works good i don't i don't eat butter i eat vegan so right oh okay but based on what you're describing it sounds like popcorn just becomes a vehicle for butter (laughs) yeah it really is yeah butter and salt Um, sometimes you don't even need the popcorn honestly (laughs) just pour that right in you're just drinking a hot (laughs) cup of salted butter don't knock it till you try it. Delicious. <laughs> mm. I'm sure it's good. I mean, <laughs> I like have no doubt. That's that's quite possibly one of the most Midwest meals I've I've heard today. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just calling it a meal makes it Midwest. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't stick like a, a popsicle stick in and then put it back in the fridge and you take that out and you're just like licking that. Ew. Oh, nice salted butter stick. Why that's even melt it then? Why not just stick a popsicle stick in a stick of butter? Yeah, yeah, true. and then salt. That's your. That's for the summer. Right in the winter, it's like a hot cup of butter. <laughs> yeah, sprinkle some cocoa in there, some marshmallows. Really oh, got yeah. yourself a party. Yeah, absolutely. Sugar and fat. <laughs> that's so much. Just like thinking of what that would taste like and what that would how that would make you feel after like a cup of that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like you're dying, like literally dying. Your skin would just feel greasy after eating. Yeah, that. absolutely. Seeping you, out of your pores. Just sweat I'm, the oil out. 
I mean, we're not going to work anymore, but if you had to go to work, is that where you like call in and you're just hung over from <laughs> drinking so much butter and salt tea? I don't even know what you call it. <laughs> tea. Your heart can't pump enough blood to your brain at that point, I feel like, because it's, it's so bogged down with the butter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you have to call out of work because you, you're not able to function correctly. Yeah, you're you're inhibiting your intelligence at that point. Your brain is right. not getting enough oxygen. Right. And of course, the brain's the only thing you need to worry about. In this, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I, everything else is fine. Everything yeah. else is fine or just a completely lost cause. Like, there's <laughs> no hope. Yeah. You're just like, don't even waste your time worrying about it. <laughs> you can get stuff. You can get transplants, right? Yeah. You get a bypass machine. You're fine. Dude, if they're giving transplants out or like bypasses out to people who need it because they're consistently drinking cups of butter and salt they gotta find better candidates there's more deserving yeah. people welcome to america baby probably not <laughs> high up on the transplant list for that i don't know you just don't tell your doctor that's why you need one you just come up with some excuse they probably can figure that out just based on me being covered in oil from sweating. <laughs> you you can't grip the pen to like write your signature on the medical forms because it's so greasy. Right. Oh, exactly. Your just car seat is just like a a, a person <laughs> like soaked in God. <laughs> I'm loving this. We're on a great start. Dear Lord. Bo, any uh, New Year's resolutions? This being in uh, 2021, a fresh start. I think just like embracing the abundance of kind of the present moment and the the abundance of what's like already here and the possibilities that could sort of manifest from that, if that makes sense. Be more in the moment and appreciate the current. Well, yeah, just like, you know, appreciating and noticing like abundance of whatever it is in the present. And in doing so, you're sort of like, I think, calling more abundance into your life because you're able to recognize it and not living from a, I guess this is like personal, but I think I lived a lot, you know, we just do like comedy, right? We do like comedy and work. And it was always this, Mm -hmm. now that that's completely changed, it's always been this one or the other. It's like, I'm either just like completely involved in one thing and there's no abundance for like both things or multiple possibilities, you know? So having the abundance that like there's room for to for both. There's room for multiple things, you know? And and success in in both of them. It's not like one has to suffer for the other. Dang. So yeah, giving giving time to your your different interests and different parts of yourself. Yeah. And that you're just because I'm doing that doesn't mean I'm making the other ones suffer. It's like not a scarcity sort of based mindset, I guess. Being well-rounded, right? Yeah, from an abundant kind of not feeling guilty because I'm working on something else or not working on something or kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Nice. That's a very, very well thought out answer to that question. (laughs) Better than what CJ and I said last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like sleep more, I guess. That's that's really. <laughs> yeah, I guess work out. Like it's original. So. Sleep more. There's like a pandemic where people are working. <laughs> like it's literally you couldn't possibly have slept more in a year. But <laughs> I beg to differ. I never enough. Could. Never enough. It's the anxiety of the pandemic that's not letting me sleep. Mm, that's uh, man, you, 
you could probably write a whole novella about that, right, Siege? Uh, speaking of, we're going to talk wow. about novella <laughs> next on the Overtalking Podcast. Boom. That's so a transition smooth. for you. Yeah. You Great day. <laughs> back on the Overtalking Podcast, run once again by Bo Kazakian, and we're talking about his web series novella. Bo, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe what your web series is all about for someone who has not seen it yet. Ready, go. All right. Uh, so it's kind of follows the lives of like five people and five characters in Los Angeles. It's got like, it's kind of surreal, I don't know, psychedelic kind of dreamlike at points. So yeah you have uh 10 seconds left <laughs> um there's a cat in it that talks uh there's Five, just like, four, uh, i wanted to make it interesting so that there, you can follow the characters if we did more one. stuff all right nice nice uh i'll add to that hilarity ensues usually people end yeah, up hilarity ensues. oh yeah, yeah it's a comedy i don't know <laughs> 30 seconds is a long time i'm used to like having to try to put like pitch it in a you know like one sentence that elevator pitch we Basically. give you a little more breathing room here on the yeah. talking podcast. It's a long elevator ride. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of floors up to the top here. Yeah. You guys are on the pet now. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to start things off with just what made you set off to do this? Yeah. Why did you want to, to make this? I always like, I think my journey in comedy is like been, or even just like, I guess, film in general is a long one. Cause I, before I was doing comedy, I was like, Oh, I had moved to New York and I wanted to explore film and I, you know, eventually finding my way into comedy. It wasn't always like, I think as a kid, I was always like, those were my favorite films and stuff. And I felt funny, but I was never like, I'm going to go after that. And so, you know, whatever it would have been, man, 2012 to like 2020 so like eight years later essentially or 2011 I guess nine years later finishing this and I think it was just me wanting to do something for myself I think having my own television show or like series was kind of always like when people are like what do you want to do and I'm like well I'd like to create my own thing and when I talk to people about their journey people who are like working in the industry say like a writer or an actor or something almost frustratingly the their answer was like all roads lead to rome and so there wasn't like a path for me to follow it was like all roads lead to rome so like how do i want to get to rome if i get to rome and the answer was like doing my own thing and not not trying to like write something that i think somebody else would like as a pilot or not that i didn't do that on my own but I think at the end of the day, then I have like something to show for it. That's like a little bit bigger. And I also get to employ a lot of my friends, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. as actors and stuff, whether they were paid or unpaid in the hopes that like, oh, well, this can, you know, should this create its own life, you know, I'm able to like bring people along with me who I, you know, genuinely like love and love working with. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. How, how did you go about even starting this? Like, how how did you even kind of wrap your head around everything I need to to get started with creating this? 
it starts with the characters, I think, for me. And then, you know, it's either that you have the characters already figured out, I think was like part of it. Some of them I had figured out, or it was like, here's this sketch idea that I have that's funny. How can I like do this in a way where I'm putting it, I'm telling story through a sketch kind of thing. And in doing that, looking at the characters that I have in that and being like, okay, well, how can I kind of punch them up and make them their own like individual person, make it more specific about this, this individual. So, and then thinking about, you know, ultimately a big part too, more like technically speaking is just like, what do I want out of the series and what is it, you know, given the format of like a web series, what can I really accomplish through it? And how can I, you know, what's the best thing that I could do for that medium, I think. And then trying to like figure out how to put all those things sort of together and then, you know, like then just going with it. Nice. Yeah. Did, how, how long was all of that, that process from like your sort of first initial idea? Uh, like three years. Okay. Dang. Oh, wow. Yeah. It took a long time. I mean, some of the characters were like people that I had thought of previous, even before that time without any intention of like putting them in a script or anything. Um, but I'm not like a, I say characters, but I'm also not like a traditional character person who's like, so I'm like, Oh, I have this character, but I don't really know how to write a sketch specifically around this character. Maybe um, I don't feel like, so that went back, but then yeah, three years from like writing it, doing a rewrites. And then, you know, when you're producing something like out of your pocket and like working, you know, restaurant jobs and stuff, you just do it when not only you have time, but you know everybody else, all the crew and cast have time too, because they're all doing the same thing. They're all working another job, even if it's in the industry, and then trying to pursue whatever passion it is. So that takes time, and then post just takes a long time. And again, it's like people have lives, mm-hmm. personal lives too, which is like a huge you know thing. So yeah, I bet. Yeah, I I want to ask about the the opening because. I thought it was actually like very, very professional and like well thought out. And it introduces the characters even a little bit with like their one still frame. Did did you create that or did you, did you hire someone to make that? No, I did not create that. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know your skill set, man. No, no, no. I, I mean, it's so good. It's, uh, it's this guy, a friend of mine, his name is Brian Walton. I'll look up his instagram right now you can check him out he's an artist based out of uh port i think he's in portland oregon okay it felt kind of like an archer opening or i don't know what else but yeah it was it was really good so if you want to check him out just for and i'm sure there's like show notes but his name is uh brian walton and his instagram is b-r-a-y-n-i-a-c so it's kind of like brainiac but Mm. like mix it with his name uh, yeah, I kind of like gave him some parameters of like what I was looking for. And then like, you know, I have a given budget. So there's only so much like animation that we can do. And I was like, I don't, I just want it to look professional. I want, and I think it gives the show a feel. It really yeah. helps solidify that feel. And he just crushed it. He just hit a home run, like yeah. essentially his first try. The only real note that I gave him was changing the color scheme to what it is now to this like neo-noir sort of like Hmm. neon light kind of feel, but otherwise, and then a friend, another friend of mine had produced these large jazz band songs, large band jazz songs. 
And so I, I was like, hey, can I use your music? I really love it. And he was like, yeah, I don't care. And so uh, Brian chopped it up so that it fit the the intro. And Dang. yeah, he crushed it. Yeah, it it's all awesome. melds together so perfectly. Like the, the music too, I would say, adds to sort of the feel of it mm-hmm. just as much. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of music, I did see you uh, sneak in a Pelafina song. Some props, props on that. I like that band. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played in a band in Chicago called Dead Are the Gods, and our drummer had another project that's more like a pop kind of band, like indie pop, and they had a really good song. And I mean, I don't know, giving I just wanted everything to kind of have like a feel to it, and that song just worked really well. It was like exactly kind of what was going on in the moment in the show, too. And yeah, so I was like, hey, can I and then, you know, I'm like working out of pocket. So when I can use music, when it helps to like if someone else hears it, they're like, oh, it helps the band and, you know, cooperative kind of thinking. Yeah. Again, helping your friends out and to be a part of this. And that's that's great. That's what like uh, that kind of feel of it reminds me of like the Chris Gethard show where it like Mm -hmm. he did a lot of the stuff as his self and then brought all of his friends like along for the ride with him. Yeah, I mean, that's like my one of the purposes of doing it is like, you know, I we all work super hard and do comedy, you know, as much as we can or comedy or acting or, you know, whatever kind of thing. And so many of my friends are like so talented. I'm not there's really no reason why. I mean, not to discredit anybody who has like seen like larger commercial success or anything like everybody's talented, but I have a lot of friends who I'm like, God, this person is so funny and they're just working at a cafe, you know, to like keep, keep on that grind. And so, you know, I don't necessarily think that like, I'm going to, but make huge, you know, it's not like delusional, but also, well, I'm going to at least take a swing at it, you know, to like, hopefully we can all like, yeah, make a living doing it. That's, that's, that's awesome. I think it's, it's very admirable to, to bring your friends along with it and yeah, be part definitely. of it. But they bring me along too, man. Like I couldn't do it without <laughs> them, you know, like it wouldn't be, it's not like I'm taking them along. It's like, you know, yeah. we're like walking like side by side. I just, it happens to be that it was like my idea and they're like my, you know, cause they also contributed so much that I couldn't have done it without them. You know, there's no, like it, it takes a whole team, you know, like, so it takes a For village. Sure. Yeah. It really does take a village, man. It takes a village and it takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I yeah, I I couldn't imagine where to where to begin trying to do any of this. That that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely very admirable to uh to take this on. I I don't think I would have been able to do anything near this. Um it's it's really incredible. I I, I kind of wanted to ask about maybe some of the the episodes and sketches. I I know comedy mimics real life sometimes and i just wanted to see if any of those were inspired by any real life events like did you have a fiance who maybe birthed a cat at one point or did you Um, fix her well yeah brian and my friend brian he's actually not an actor he's a bona fide hitman fixer oh okay Uh, yeah 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 and i was like you know i wanted him to play something give him something that's like he could crush, but also, you know, when we have like that bathtub scene, you know, you see a more like caring side of him. So I really wanted to stretch his emotional 
range being a hitman who's extremely emotionally detached in his real life. Right. I, I'm surprised he agreed to admit that. Like it's recorded yeah. now on the internet. Like uh-huh. he admitted he was one. Well, I think that's the, what it is. Though. It's like he's hiding in plain sight. Like obviously, <laughs> this guy's he wouldn't go on a show and do that, right? If he was right, so. right yeah. <laughs> smart, smart. Yeah. Um, some of it, I think, some of it is, you know, like uh, definitely inspired by real life for sure. You know, that was something I set out to do with like a lot of the characters was write what I know at like an emotional core. At the core emotional level, right, what I know. And then if I can change the characters or, like, details around that that don't change what the experience is, like, itself at the core, you know, then we're we're good to go. And then no matter what your character is, if it's a cat, if it's this insane thing, if it's grounded in this emotional reality, then assuming uh, it's executed properly, people care, you know, so. For sure. Yeah. Have you ever had a gun pointed at you? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just asked all guests are this. We asked yeah. all guests this. It's it's fine. Only when I came to do your podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> gonna sit down and be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we find violence is the best motivator for comedy. You, you uh, can't argue with results. I mean, like, yeah. go, go back and listen to the episode. It's great. Yeah. Is that how you you got those performances out of out of your friends? Uh, is, is by gunpoint. <laughs> Yeah, I'm carrying, I'm packing heat every, okay. I'm always <laughs> behind the camera. I'm like, yeah, right, I heard the best directors do that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> for, the, for our listeners, Bo shook the gun, didn't even point it at them. He's behind the camera shaking it like, <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're not going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. They, I just like hold it up and give it a little <laughs> jiggle. Just a little reminder, right? <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I mean, you you guys watch it though, so you know it worked. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I got to start incorporating that in, into more stuff I do. I think <laughs> maybe maybe at work or something get really get stuff done. Yeah, couldn't help but notice you didn't respond to my email. What's up? Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> this is a little. <laughs> no, no, no! You're holding the gun again. Yeah. Although okay. if you had a if you had a gif of you just wiggling, waggling a gun in an email, you know. <laughs> Don't forget. It's part of, part of your yeah. email signature is, is <laughs> that gif. That's great. Except working remote, I'll have to like look up their address in the HR system, hop in my car, go outside, <laughs> stand outside their window yeah. menacingly, hold the boombox up, and then wiggle the gun when I have their. <laughs> right. It's a lot of things to to handle. Yeah, I, I can do it. I got okay. time. Okay. Uh, I got time. That's all we have now, right? New Year's resolution. An abundance of it. Abundance. There you go. Yeah. Stepping into your power, CJ. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad I've come across these new ideas to to actualize on my dreams. Mm-hmm. There's a new me. It's 2021. New year, new, new year. Me. Yeah. So CJ got a gun. So CJ <laughs> bought a gun. That's, that's the newest logical step. After 2020. Yeah. Obviously the next step for 2021 is you purchase a gun. Yeah, I'm not taking any chances that's, anymore. Right. Real life, someone I work with, um, like went out of his way to purchase a crossbow like as soon as things started happening in the world and uh yeah hasn't looked back i think he also bought a bat too um, a, cr- a crossbow and a bat <laughs> and he, he puts he, the bat on the crossbow and shoots yeah, the bat at them i don't i'm not sure i'm pretty sure he's been watching a lot of walking dead uh <laughs> i mean 
Yeah, that'd be the only. He knows that there's like infrared goggles and people have like high powered rifles. So, like, a crossbow is like, all right, brother. Uh, Sure. Yeah. To each their own, I guess. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I also hear that like you you shouldn't even have a bat because like you you need room to swing a bat. If you're talking about salt, like home defense, you got to get something smaller than that, something lighter. Like what? Like uh, if you really want to, there's this like uh, this is also what I've been getting into. There's this like metal whip. It's like this short <laughs> thing with like a handle. Oh so yeah, you're getting the whips now, huh? Super, it's super light. Now this is actually from uh, I saw Rob Hubel, uh, the the actor and comedian, purchased this on on some Twitch stream I was watching, and he went into it. And so this, this is all secondhand knowledge from the actor Rob Hubel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hey, okay. You don't you don't have to hide. A credible source for home defense. <laughs> exactly. Martial arts. Yeah. When yeah. I when I'm like, how do I protect myself <laughs> in the pandemic? I go to Rob Hubel immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the first thing. <laughs> I go to the twit, car of twit, medical twit, police. Twitch Twitch stream, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, he's man. Check it out. Best place to watch him. Twitch. Yeah. He's, he's pretty into it. Okay. Him and Paul Shear. I believe that. Well, you know what I'm pretty into? Trivia. Uh, because it's time for hey, you know that? just killing that's, it with the transitions today. That's that's right, man. Uh, that's right. For new listeners, this is the part of the show where we usually pit our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watch. But we figured since Bo created this, maybe he could ask us a couple trivia questions and we can see uh, how well we do. Yeah. Uh, so, Bo, if, if you want to take it away, if you got any uh, questions you want to throw at us, go for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I got. Let's see. So we already know that Brian's character is a hitman. We've established that. Yeah. But where was he working before losing his job and becoming a hitman? He mentions it in the episode. Oh, I know the answer. Yeah, go for it. The plant. That's correct. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Brian was working at the town plant, as (laughs) as all towns have, and he lost his job there. And became uh, a fixer. Yeah, you know the plant. The plant. Yeah, we're, we're we're pretty, yeah, and the factory wasn't hiring. So, <laughs> all, all right, right. CJ gets a point. Oh, what's the name of the band that did the that the first episode is based around the song of the first episode? Oh, what is the name of that band? I, Breakfast, Breakfast yeah. at Tiffany. Ah, uh, dang it, I don't know. Is it something with a C, or am I thinking of the band that did the credits? No, it's not a C. I'm. I also am blanking. Deep Blue Something. Deep Blue Something. That's good. Didn't know what? Yeah, that's the name. They wow. were really. They were really cool. They like reposted it and stuff on their Instagram when I posted it because it's like the whole episode is named <laughs> after them, and the the all the the script is basically like verbatim the lyrics of right. that song. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> um let's see what else oh what my friend alan plays my dad in the show and we meet uh her later on in like episode the last episode and they work at a large firm that Mm -hmm. trades money do you remember the name of the firm oh i do (laughs) how do you remember this stuff cj's crushing it because uh uh, I because I giggled because it it is not Goldman Sachs, it is oh, Goldman, yeah, Goldman Sachs. Sack. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Which yeah. I thought was funny. 
You even got like a nice nameplate made. <laughs> yeah, I printed a nameplate. It says Ron Goldman's Sack Executive. Goldman's Sack. Yeah, that's good. Um. All right, Ken. I got to get you one here. Yeah, I don't. I can't guarantee <laughs> I'm going to get any of these points, but it, it, I mean, was there any episode that you liked in particular, or any characters? And I'll try to like uh, uh, something with with the cat, maybe. I don't know. Oh, all right. So, what? How does there's a character, David? He comes to build some furniture, and he orders a drink from Cat when he enters the door. Oh, there you go. Ken got it. <laughs> got it. There we go. <laughs> Filled up all the way. Yeah, I did like that. Chugs an entire glass of whiskey. <laughs> uh, bonus question. As David is leaving the house, he has another chore, another task that he has been hired to go do. And do you remember what that is that he has to go do? Paint an entire house. Oh, That's right. right. <laughs> Love the idea of a furniture assembler showing up in a nice suit as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were, that was a lot of fun. And there were some bits that we wanted to do but that we like didn't even get to get to do in it. Like what? Like, cause it's like a time thing, you know, we only have so much time and it's like a super mm-hmm. small crew. But in, originally in the script, it was that he takes off his jacket and hands it to Kat. And then he takes off his like dress shirt, right? Cause he's going to build it and hands it to, to her also but the joke was that underneath his dress shirt is a smaller dress shirt <laughs> so, so just like a tighter dress shirt and now i was bummed that we didn't get to do that but oh, that's good were there any other any other bits that that got cut or yeah there there was a whole ending where uh it just like didn't track and it didn't it tracked on the paper but when we like shot it some of the footage was like shot on a different camera. So it didn't match fully, which like in some cases was fine and you can't tell, but the bit just like didn't track. But after um, Nina uh, walks in on, after she runs out of the house in her last episode, so we don't give any spoilers away in the original version, Brian, uh, our fixer rolls up on a, a bird scooter and she comes out of the house crying and he's taking off bloody gloves. And then she, <laughs> ri- and then ultimately she's like, uh, you have blood on your face. And he says like, Oh, don't worry. It's not my blood. And she's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then she wipes it off and she's like, where are you going? He's like off into the sunset. And she's like, can I go with you? And he's like, yeah. And then they ride off together. But <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh. But it just like we tried to do it, but something about it was just like not. I think having her run out sets it up enough. And if we want to do something like that, if there's a future, you know, when there's a future, continuing with that. So trying to make the trying to get the worlds to sort of blend together a little bit. Awesome. That's great. Well, CJ, I think you won trivia. So yes, you get that. Congratulations. Well deserved. What was that? Was he, are you shaking? I'm, I'm wiggling in my trophy now instead of a oh, gun. Okay. okay. Gun trophy. <laughs> um, my, I think my favorite part of the entire series is when the one girl who orders furniture is crying and she is about to order the furniture, but then she pulls up the quantity amount and scrolls <laughs> all the way to the bottom 
Yeah. I, I nothing came of that, but I I thought that was great. That's that that's all I want to say. <laughs> that's so funny that I can't believe that anybody caught that because I was like, oh, this is a really oh, funny yeah. joke that she scrolled yeah. all the way down and like, you know, we shot that and she's we're just like, okay, her name's Diana. We're like, Diana, like cry, you know, on the couch, like be up, you know, act upset and whatever and sob. And so we're just like holding the camera on her and then we're just doing it on the phone for a while. So we have that insert shot of it. And so there's like, you know, 30 seconds, probably a phone that we could have picked. And I was like, we should, or, or the editor probably, she made that decision. I'm not sure, but it was like such a good little nugget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you would order like 15 couches. Order that many pieces of furniture. It's not, uh, that was so good. Yeah. I, it had me laughing, uh, even the first episode, Breakfast at Tiffany's, of, uh, yeah, again, I, I'll, I'll try to not to spoil it, but Bo, your your simple line of just "fuck" was was very very good. Thank you. Yeah, we that was the first one we shot, and we shot that like way ahead of any of the other ones because I was like, "Here's my idea for this sketch," and then I was like, "Well, it doesn't really stand alone as a sketch. How can I like build a little bit of a? I mean, this goes back to a question you had earlier. Is like, how can I build?" a world around it and like begin this undertaking of doing a full series, which was supposed to be simple and like two people, one location. And it just kind of like, and for the most part, everything is like two people in one location, but yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. People like that episode. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that. I, <laughs> I, I think it sets the whole series off on like a great foot and you sort of like get the vibe of it from the start. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah, that's, it was fun. <laughs> So what's what's next for Novella? I don't know. You know, it's like been a weird year. We finished it in, I don't know, like probably April or May-ish. And then it kind of just sat on a hard drive, you know, until I released it on August 23rd because that's my birthday. So it seemed like the reason that we had shelved it for a little while was because there was so much going on in the like social and political, you know, sphere with Black Lives Matter that it just felt like not a good time. You know, I was like, well, I don't, not that my web series is going to distract from this huge civil rights <laughs> and human rights movement, but also, you know, it just seemed in not good taste to be like, Hey, I know this is happening, but look at me, look at me. And so mm-hmm. also, and a lot of people worked really hard on it. And so, you know, the, that movement is super important. It's huge, you know, and I didn't want everybody who worked hard on it to have it just like completely just get pushed under the rug so we like shelved it for a while and finally i was like well it's my birthday this is like my birthday present i'm gonna release it to me so (laughs) i don't know i mean and the future of it is i don't know just like i trying to keep posting about it and just hope that people see it and like it and if there's because it's like a weird time right now i don't have any plans to produce anymore you know if it wasn't this like pandemic that would be completely potentially completely different but it also was like a huge undertaking that took three years and like a lot of stress and time. And so, yeah, so we'll see, you know, but I like doing things like this is really cool. You know, you guys do this and I mean, you're complimenting my thing, but you guys do this and it's incredible and you've been doing it for so long and every, you know, like the commitment to is like, you know, 10 out of 10. So. Oh, uh, I got into ratings. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. I raised you guys 10 out of 10. Remember that. Uh, <laughs> this takes no effort to do so <laughs> except for cj's editing uh, uh <laughs> so it takes ken no effort to do yeah, yeah. Me no effort to do. <laughs> uh 
um but yeah you know like you guys do television shows and stuff and i was like oh man this would be super fun to you know talk about shows that because that we're creating that we as you know i don't know what we are like co-comedy people or we're all just people in the scene and so yeah just hoping that people see it and like you know pipe dream is that we get someone picks it up in a way that allows everybody who worked on it to work on it for you know a living and express their their voice you know within their character so nice yeah i i certainly hope it something something happens that that'd be amazing yeah if you couldn't tell already listeners go check it out obviously we'll have a link to it in the show notes it's it's really funny and enjoyable it's a good time yeah definitely yeah thank you i just like wanted to do something that was I don't know. They just felt like different. You know, I've watched a lot of web series where it's like an actor is trying to get roles and date in Los Angeles, or it's like a, you know, someone living in Los Angeles or like Chicago or New York. And it revolves around them. Like just, they just seem like it's all about, they all seem like very similar kind of with some slight twist. Mm -hmm. And there are some like really good ones out there, but I just wanted to do something that felt completely different and incorporate you know aspects of like television shows and things that i really admire and you know doing it as best as i can not to like but you know just like how can i you know do this in my thing even though it's just a web series and so i'd say mission accomplished yeah it's definitely a, a different take on most that that i've seen and in a good way absolutely well, that's, that's probably a good place to wrap up. Bo, do you have anything uh, you want to plug uh, at the end here? Other than, I guess, um, go, go watch Novella. But. Yeah, go <laughs> go watch Novella. Follow it on Instagram. You know, if you want, tell your... If you like it, uh, you know, what, what's the old saying? If you like it, tell a friend. If you hate it, tell an enemy. So, <laughs> you know, just... Uh, yeah, every a lot of people worked really hard on it. Check out also when you check it out, check out all like the music that's in it. You know, there's like a lot of there's Pelafina, there's uh my friend Craig, his large band Jazz. There's uh an old album from this band called Funeral Diner on it. There's Katie the Pest who has a really solid album uh we used on it. There's um an old band that my friend uh, breezy did and she's singing and she's like if you can find that album online prosodia is the name of it they she sounds like her voice is incredible so you know there's like a ton of good music and then like i said you know uh brian did the animation for the intro and stuff and he crushed it so check out his work buy his shirts you know yeah awesome awesome all right well siege what do we have to plug you can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Uh, call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com or go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. Uh, oh no, they're here. The Overtalking Overlords have arrived to remind me to remind you if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate in a special review. Reviews would help people find this podcast. Also, we spend money on advertising. If you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, th- thanks for coming on. This was this was a treat. It's great to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you and as we always say, can I has? Yeah. No, CJ. <laughs> no, that was the right answer. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. This week's guest was Bo Katsakian. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. 
check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.